Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Sermondo Talks. My name is Christina and my guest today is Jérôme de Gunier. I really hope I pronounce his last name the right way. He's the founder of the Amazon agency Amazon Made Simple. Let's welcome Jérôme and ask him a few questions. So I'm here today with uh, Jerome, whose last name you can see down there because I can pronounce it. <laughs> he's, he's based uh, in Luxembourg. He's half British, half French, and he's the founder of Amazon Made Simple. Hi, Jerome. Glad to have you here. Hi. Nice to have you. How nice to be there and great to speak with you today. How are you today? Everything good? Very good, very good. I come back from uh, two weeks of holiday and reading books and taking some sun, so I'm full of energy. And yeah, you seem, you seem relaxed. That's good. That's, uh, uh, I, I am, I am. Perfect. So can you tell me in one sentence what is Amazon Made Simple? Basically, we help uh, brands grow quicker on Amazon globally. So yeah. it's for brands, it's, for, it's to go faster than if they were doing it themselves. And it's uh, the idea of being global. So those three ideas are. Uh, which ones. services do you provide exactly? So we've got three services. One is consulting. So it's one-to-one coaching or helping brands on explaining them and doing workshops or, uh, or trainings or consulting work to help them to perform better. Uh, we've got a second service, which is account management. So we handle accounts for them totally on vendor, on seller in Europe, North America, or Japan. And the third one is uh, I've started a group mentoring program that's for beginners on Amazon. And that's a group program. So we've got online videos, but also uh, a Facebook group page where they can put questions. And we've got every two weeks calls and the group can benefit from the questions of everybody. Awesome. How long have you been around for? So the company, I created the company in 2013. And let's say we're focused really on the Amazon services from 2015. Uh, do you have your own experience with selling on Amazon? Uh, not directly. So we, uh, the, for the company I worked for before, I was in charge of Europe and uh, of uh, larger accounts. And Amazon was one of our accounts. So for our brand, I was in charge of the Amazon account. Okay. How would you say, do you help me make more money on Amazon? Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process. So most of the time it's uh, taking a step back when we work uh, on consulting or on account management is taking a step back is most of the time people uh, start to run and they didn't ask themselves like, good questions and they fall into operational questions very quickly. So the idea is to take a step back and say, okay, do you have the right strategy? I mean, uh, in terms of account, vendor, seller, in terms of pricing, in terms of different things, did you, you know, mindset of your own company, is everything ready? Or have you been, uh, is, you know, you've, you've run without, you know, is the high management of the top, the CEO, the uh, main management in line with what you want to do on Amazon, the other distribution channels. So that's first is a strategy. Then we go into, okay, uh, we, the second big block is content and conversion basically is do you have the right content to uh, perform uh, and the right things to do? Then the third step is uh, in terms of advertising and uh, traffic generation. 
And then in the end is checking you've got the right tools in terms of operations to help you support. So it's really starting from having the right plan and then unfolding it. And my background is really in terms of distribution management and brand building. So I'm not an ex Amazon. I know a lot of people and worked a lot with Amazon, but I help really brands. That's why we focus on brands to unleash their potential on Amazon. Uh, what would you say is the biggest challenge in branding? In branding, uh, the biggest challenge uh, is to stand out of the crowd. Uh, and actually, sometimes uh, br smaller brands have got a, a, a better chance than larger brands. Because sometimes the larger brands have got a lot of distribution and the content is not so good or a lot of competing and the prices are down so they don't have any uh, room to invest. So actually, it's, it's having the good slot and having your distribution in hand, in control. And so that you can invest in your, in your branding. So that's come down, comes down to the strategy part where you say, okay, you know, have, have I got the right plan? What's my pricing with my other distributors? Are they selling on Amazon or not? And then build, I mean, Amazon is now the biggest platform in terms of people searching for products. So you need to make sure your, your brand is really there and looks good. So you have to have the different elements in, in control. So when you advise that brand should stand out, what would you say makes you stand out? Why should I choose you over another agency? Um, th there are lots of very good agencies. And what's interesting is to look what's the background of each one and what do you want to achieve? Um, you've got, uh, I, I work a lot with different agencies and one which I work often is Karina McLeod, for example, and she's an ex-Amazon. And her background and her understanding is really great around Amazon. She's been working there for a long time. So she really understands all the details about Amazon. On our side, we really work. Uh, my, my background is distribution. And if your brand has got distribution issues or you're selling in multiple countries, then I will have insights and experience which will help you. If your issues really focus on Amazon, then Karina is probably a, a good, uh, the best solution. And if you want the best of two worlds, then you can ask a, a team to join. And for example, we, we work in a team for, with Karina sometimes and, and to deliver the best. And then we disagree sometimes and we just give our different point of view. There's not one way to be successful on Amazon. So it's just, there's, I mean, it's also a trust uh, relationship with, with a consultant and saying, okay, is, is his background, will his background be helpful for me and the type of other com customers he's working for? And that will make the good mix for people. That's a great answer. Um, My pleasure. What, what would you say do your clients say about you? Three things. Uh, what they say is we are very well connected inside Amazon uh, because we know I've, I've, that was one of my main job is really create a network of people inside Amazon uh, to get information or, or solution fast. Second thing is we are uh, very fast. Uh, we move fast because we need to connect between Amazon, which is very, very fast. And sometimes traditional brands which are very slow. So we try to adapt and we try to make the brand which is a bit slow go, go as fast as possible to go at the level of, of Amazon. 
Um, the third part is we are we've got a small team, so we're very dedicated, and we don't we don't want to have a, a very high number of, of accounts and to focus on, on the account management at least and really focus on growing them. What do you expect from your clients when you work with them? Uh, well, uh, let's say time and dedication and at least uh, and that's why I was talking about strategy and, and, and having many people involved. Uh, I've where we weren't successful sometimes it's because it's only an exercise from the sales team. So the sales team say, oh, we need to go on Amazon, but the CEO doesn't know, doesn't really want, the marketing is doing something else, the operations got other things. Or if it's only a CEO, but the rest of the team is really saying, ah, no, we don't want. So it's really a team exercise. Amazon is a revelator. So if your pricing strategy is not good, you will straight away see that prices will, will go down. If your um, organization is not, well, and people are not working together, it will reveal that in no time. And then you will start a fight. And I've been there in the middle of, and, and, and you become the enemy because you're bringing a lot of work for people and say, yeah, but we've got 500% growth. Is that, but now, but you know, you've got debit notes and it's okay. Well, so it's really making sure that I, and, and sometimes I have said some accounts, no, I'm, you know, I'm not interested if, if, if not everybody, oh, it's not, I'm not interested. It's, it, we won't generate results if internally you're not, everybody is backing this project. And it doesn't make sense for, for everybody in the company. How do you solve problems with your clients? If your client is uh, for somewhat reason not happy with your work and tells you that, how would you handle that situation? Um, it, it happens. And sometimes because we agreed to a, uh, something which was nearly impossible to uh, do. For example, we had a, a brand ask us to do a test over three months over one product and see how we were generating results in a complicated category. And you can't do, uh, I mean, if you do advertise only on one product, it's very difficult. You need a larger uh, array of products to test things out. And typically, if, then you need to recognize, okay, I think it's, it's, wrong, it's the wrong way. So it's part, you need to learn from your errors and say, okay, I won't make such tests anymore and something and say, Uh, or for example, we had, I had a call this morning with a brand wanting to start with us and say, if we don't start right now, it will be difficult to deliver results for Christmas, for example, or it's, it's managing expectations. So the way I handle it basically is learn from what went bad and then implement it for the other ones. And if anybody wants to leave, they leave. I'm, I don't want to fight over, you know, if you don't want to work with us, then I understand. And sometimes we're not the best fit. So let's, you know, be, you can, there are lots of other people and let's focus us and, and them on, on people and doing good, good business. So you're very honest then about that and transparent. Well, it's it, not because only I'm a good person. It's because I, I think it's the best way to uh, generate result in the long term. Because then people say, oh, yeah, it didn't work. But, you know, it, it, we close uh, nicely and uh, I can't say anything bad against them. And that's how you build your reputation. Too. Um, how do you manage to stay up to date with all the regulations and new uh, terms of services that Amazon like shoots out every week? 
Well, it's a great thing about having a, uh, doing account management is that because we, you, you're faced with the problem. So you, you've got the thing happen, then you get a message. And I'm not on my own, I've got project managers and then we've got weekly calls and that's a great way to keep up to date. And that's why I don't want to do consulting only or account management only is because one feeds into the other and you get, you get, if you're handling accounts then you've got those problems to solve and like the, um, uh, the uh, packaging issues that from October 1st, they need all the larger items need to have uh, the frustration free packaging thing. Uh, now I'm working on it because some of my accounts have that issue and we need to solve it for them. So, and that I will be able to use it as a, in the consulting thing and on the group coaching part. So, it's this is all all feeds in so i can't mention a great thing to learn new stuff you, what's happening do you also follow some podcasts or blog well linkedin is a great uh way of getting a lot of information uh so yeah i do follow and i try to be linked to people who publish a lot i try to publish a lot too so uh, well, information and yeah, you need to be, I don't have sort of specific blogs. I, I don't have a very organized way of doing it. Uh, but I, 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 so I've, I, I gather a lot of information. As soon as I see something, I tag it I, and I read it. So I, I try to read straight away and, and to keep up to date. And I've got colleagues or friends who feed me in. And so that's the way you get normally with LinkedIn. If, if you, you know, check every morning, every afternoon, at least you will know what's happening. Yeah, I have the same. Um, then we come to the personal questions. Why did you decide to become self-employed? Uh, it's actually, I worked 10 years in a Chinese company. So I was head of Europe and we decided with uh, the Chinese, uh, Mrs. Lee, who was a Chinese lady who was in uh, owner of the company that she wanted to take over Europe herself and and it was a good time to split and I was looking for a company I did, had that done MBA in in Paris and um, I speak German French and English and I thought you know I would find a job and actually it took some time it was not a very good period of uh, 2013 not so good so I said okay maybe it's too complicated for company to you know it's too risky and so on so I said okay I'll employ myself and then they I remove this risk of employment like in France and it's very difficult to get to stop a con contract can be very costly so I said I'll do that so it was really a reaction of saying okay I, you know I can't find a job I'll do it myself and you know and and I went there and then bit by bit I enjoyed it and and it went on and on and it, so building success, learning, having bad days, good days. And that's how it came. But it, it, at the beginning, it was a bit because I was, I think I was angry because people were not employing me. So it's sort of a <laughs> thing where ego stuff saying, you know, if, you, if nobody's taking me, I'll do it myself. Uh, <laughs> that was how it all started. <laughs> um, how many hours do you work per week? Uh... I, I don't know because I enjoy myself. So I, I think I don't, I don't count. It's, it's, uh, it, for me, it's a strange question because if you're an entrepreneur and you love what you're doing when, 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 you know, I was driving with the kids uh, yesterday and you're in the car, you, oh, you, have you kids. think about your, yes, I do. And uh, I, you, you think about your work and you say, what you, I have meetings and it's not, I don't make a barrier about, you know, how many hours I probably work a bit more than the average, but you've got always people working more. So I, 
I don't know. It's some weeks is very is very much. And when you're traveling, I'm going to Geneva tonight, for example. Okay, you arrive late. Is that work? Is that something? Um, what do you like least about your job? Uh, what do I uh, like least? I'm. Um, I get. I tend to. So it's the same as uh, looking for information. It's a very disorganized way. And the, the way I work is I, I, I'll start something, I have another thing. And so, so it's a, a very bit, a bit disorganized. Uh, and I have a hard time of having sort of account management and doing a regular every week report and so on. I, it's very good for me to have a team to help me to do that. And they have their own accounts. And I'm not very good at being regular every I'd like I'd like to if I do the reporting I like to reinvent it every week sort of <laughs> kind of mindset so that's the kind of thing I don't really operational stuff which is regular and some people are really good at it's not some are smart or not smart so the way your brain works sometimes people are very good at having a regular operational stuff and I'm very bad at it so if I try to do so it really doesn't doesn't work out very well so I I try to I, I have to sometimes uh, to do so, but it's trying to find where people are best fit and where they are best at. It's good that you mentioned that because my next question would be if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Would it be that you suddenly become the most organized person in the world or what would you choose? Probably the gift of languages. I would like, I'd love to speak many more languages, let's say. But you already speak a lot of languages. Yeah, but some people speak also Spanish and Italian and, you know, that, that would be fun. Or Chinese. And Can Japanese. you say something in German for me? <coughs> yeah, <coughs> sorry. Uh, ich war in Urlaub und deswegen kann ich nicht mehr so gut Deutsch sprechen, aber... Oh, awesome! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> very good. Thank you very much. Um, you mentioned uh, the, the time superpower. So let's imagine you could go back in time five years. What would you tell your younger self? Uh, very good question. Um, I would uh, probably say um, be a bit more ruthless when you believe something is not uh, general or is not providing results and the thing is when you're an entrepreneur you i'm the kind of never giving up i don't give up that's my personality neither good or bad it's just and sometimes it can be really bad because you, you just turn ah, oh and actually it's it's good to not give up generally but on some project you should yeah. <laughs> you're losing time and money and that's where uh probably i uh, i made some mistakes of not giving up earlier and some And it's typically when you're selling to a customer and, and my inner self wouldn't want to give up and someone is bargaining and, and then the bargain is doesn't make sense for me, but I don't want to give up the discussion. And somebody said, you know, actually you should say no because, and give up on him. He doesn't, he can't have the, he doesn't have the money and it's the deal. It was fair. Then give up and go on, move on. Okay. Then we come to my favorite question. If you could hire any famous person in the world to work for you, who would that be and why? Who could that be? Um, I don't know why. I, I, <laughs> one thing came to mind. I don't know why it's uh, Barack Obama because it, I, I love the, the, the mix of being cool 
been very smart and and not not making a lot about it and and i'm I feel very inspired by uh, smart people who bring ideas and who who don't are not too self important and are team players and don't you know rub on your face that they are smarter than you uh, so it would be certainly anybody smarter than me uh, that's not difficult to find and and you know and having this charisma also and, and learning from them. That's a good answer. Also, he has a lot of reach. So if he would work for your company, probably <laughs> everyone would know about it. <laughs> True. All right. Um, then my last question would be, can you name three tips that you would give to any Amazon seller out there? Three tips. Well, uh, as it's the main uh, advice I give most of the time is, do you have a plan or do you know where you're on Amazon? And that's a really first one. And if you don't, then <laughs> you might have a big issue. That's the first one. Um, the second one is, uh, I think outsourcing is a great thing. Uh, and try to think in your process, what's really part of your value chain, what's really not so important, which you could, you could put aside. Um, and, uh, Lastly is, um, most of, so it depends if you're a seller or a vendor, but a lot of, on the vendor side, at least a lot of people sometimes complain that, you know, Amazon has got like, this plan and wants to do this. And most of the time it's a communication issue. So uh, understanding how Amazon communicates and, and how you need to talk to them and how they think is a great, is a great way to stop a lot of issues. So I would, if you have a big issue with Amazon and you think they are <clears throat> trying to force you to do this or that, it's probably a communication issue. So you could ask for some help or research for it, but probably it's just the way you're communicating, the way you're giving information. And probably you're trying to have a power play, which is often the case with retailers, which doesn't, it doesn't work the same way with Amazon. All right. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time and to and for answering all of my questions. And it was a pleasure having you on. Same for me. Thank you very much. All right, guys, that's it. That was my interview with Jerome. If you want to find out more about his Amazon agency, Amazon Made Simple, I put the link in the description. You can also find any other service providers you may need in order to grow your Amazon business on sermondo.com. Check it out and I see you guys next time.